Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes yo from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, Thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I don't like when Pickle's laughing over there right off the jump. Um, Actually, well, I read the comment and then I realized who it was from. It was actually from Goof, but he made a good point. He said the uh, the Senate Chambers doesn't have the Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone brought to you by Chicken Express. That's a great point. Which is where we get the one up there. That's a great point. (laughs) Great point. I I read it and laughed and then I realized it was Goof. (laughs) Take that, United States Senate. Uh, hi, Pickle. Hello. How are you? Good. Today is Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. 309 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1098. 1098? I didn't look it up, so I'll tell you later. I'm you sorry. had one job. I know, but, oh, whoa. I, but I've been a little busy today. I've been a little busy. Oh, we're back. Doing memes. Been you? Yeah, you've memes. been all over no. Twitter. It's been fun. Well, you know, whenever there's like a big news event that everybody's tweeting about, you got to get the memes yeah, in. That Philip Rivers retired. On today's show, friends, it is time to unveil one of our, it's a third annual Texas high school football program rankings. Our six year Texas high school football program rankings. We rank all 1,195 UIL Texas high school football teams over the course of the last six seasons. Today, we're going to tell you a little bit about them, and then we're going to unveil numbers 25 through 11. Yeah, we're, we're calling it part one. Tomorrow, we'll reveal the top 10, and then we will release the entire rankings for insiders on TexasFootball.com. Which, that number was outstanding. What, 1,195. Very nice. Yeah. 1195. I know because Nerd. I I know because <laughs> I ranked them. So, but they will explain to you that it's not subjective that uh, that while it is me ranking them all that means is me working with a bunch of Excel spreadsheets. We'll get into that in the back half of the program. It's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Nexel Athlete. We'll talk with him about all things recruiting including who shined the brightest in the state championship games uh, from a recruiting perspective. So we will get to that coming up here in just a moment. Do we have first fourth through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hadaway, Aaron Flynn, Tony Blaylock, and Aaron Arbuckle, the pair of Aarons making their entry into the first four. Okay. 
They like to do. They like it when they both. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's an Aaron thing, I guess. I didn't know. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, pay attention. Oh, okay, <laughs> I will. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about something coming up on TexasFootball.com tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. Are we calling it 2020 or 2021? We're gonna call it 2021. Okay, well, let the me. 2021. Dave Campbell's Texas Football six-year program rankings uh, in which we take all of the eligible Texas high school football programs, all the UIL programs. Mm-hmm. We'll get to what eligibility means in a moment. <laughs> and we rank them based on and, and try to figure out who have been the strongest Texas high school football programs over the last six years. We want to rank them. And and when when we conceived this a couple of years ago, this is our third annual rankings. When we conceived this a couple of years ago, the idea was, all right, how do you measure success in all the ways that are that that you know you measure success in? Like for example, um, it's easy to think that if a team wins six state championships in six seasons, they're really good, right? That is fair. Yes, but not every team wins a state championship. Not every team plays for a state championship, uh, and we've got to find a way to rank all of these teams as best we can. And so as a result, what we do is we take six years worth of data. And you're probably thinking, okay, why six seasons? To me, I think six six years is a good measurement of overall stability of a program. Mm -hmm. Okay? That if you're good for six consecutive years, then that's something that, that, you know, to me, uh, how, how you do over the course of six seasons is not necessarily indicative of one particular class or one particular, particular player, player yeah. or things like that. Like Rod Ralph Freeman could only be at Mart for four years. Right, exactly. It's a class and a half. It's the way I think about mm-hmm. it. Um, and so, to me, it's consistency. That is that is what the measurement is. That's why we went with six years. Um, so it, it kind of mitigates the impact of like a single super group of, of athletes. Or, on the right. other side, it mitigates if you have one bad year, mm-hmm. it's only one in six, right? Um you know, the idea is I think good programs have one or two good years, but great programs have great teams over a larger swath of of, uh, of time. So here's what these rankings are based on. It's a formula that we came up with. It's a proprietary formula uh, based on six or I'm sorry, five different uh, measures. One is the number of games you won, mm-hmm. right? So this is the raw number of games you won compared to how many games you could have. So, for example, um, the best you can do over the course of six years, if you are an 11-man team, is 96-0. It's mm-hmm. the best you can do. The worst you can do is 0-96. If you're an 11 or if you're a six-man team, because there's one fewer round of the playoffs, the best you can do is uh, 90-0. and Okay? So then there's winning percentage, which is of the games that you did play, how many did you win? Right? There's 10 win seasons. So I think that that is a... I think... For me, if you win 10 games in a year, I think he had a pretty good year. That's my take. I think that's pretty much categorical across the board, Mm -hmm. that if you have a 10-win season, that's a good season, regardless of who you are. So 10-win seasons. State championships, duh. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And state championship game appearances, duh. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. So the criteria are set against a 100-point scale. So if you go 96-0 and and you win six state championships— uh, that means that you have a perfect score of 100. If you go 0 and 96, uh, then you would get, then you would uh, have a score of zero. Okay. Now I mentioned that this is the eligible teams. Okay. This is the teams that are eligible. Mm-hmm. 
What I mean by that is you have to have played six varsity seasons. So Shadow Creek, for instance. Shadow Creek is not eligible. Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial is not eligible. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, Midlothian Heritage is not eligible. Right? That seems so weird. Right. There's a lot of programs that, and those are, by the way, three teams that would have been ranked pretty highly. Yep. I can tell you right now, Shadow Creek and Corpus Christi Vets would have been in the top 100. Mm -hmm. But because they're not eligible, they are not able to, to go up there and, and, and be ranked quite yet. Uh, and so we're left with 1,195 UIL Texas high school football teams. We are going to rank them. We're going to unveil uh, 25 through tw or through 11 today. Tomorrow we're going to reveal the top 10, and then we will post the full rankings, all 1,195, on texasfootball.com for insiders at texasfootball.com. All right. So we're going to start with number 25. The Bremont Tigers check in at number 25, down 18 spots from last year's rankings. 67 and 14, four 10 win seasons, two titles, two title game appearances. The reason for the big drop is they are cycling out their first state championship. They won three in a row with Rashad Paul from 2014 through 2016. Because 2020 is now replacing 2014. They are dropping, and as a result, they drop from number 7 to number 25. They're number 25 in our six-year program rankings. To number 24 we go. The Munster Hornets are the number 24 team in Dave Campbell's Texas Football's six-year program rankings. Down a couple of spots, 73-3, and 13 record. One of just 16 teams in Texas high school ball to have six consecutive 10-win seasons. Number 23, the Newton Eagles are number 23. They are also a team that is dropping 10 spots uh, as, a, as a result of uh, 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 cycling out a good year for a relatively disappointing year. They check in at number 23, 69-11 record over the course of the last six seasons. Number 22, up a spot. The Cedar Park Timberwolves up a spot from number 23 to number 22, 71-10 over the course of the last six seasons, including, of course, this year's state title game appearance. Still have that 2015 title that they have, but uh, one thing is, because that is a 2015 title, and next year we'll cycle that out, probably need to have a good, a good year in 20, if you want to maintain their, their status uh, heading into 20, next year's rankings. To number 21... Down four spots, the Lake Travis Cavaliers, 74-10. and 10, uh, They suffer their first non-10-win season. Uh, uh, you know, they, they replace, uh, they, they're also, I believe, losing uh, a state title game appearance there as, uh, as they are checking in at number 21. Still have that one state championship, but they are uh, with one title, two title game appearances. Lake Travis, the number 21 team in our rankings. To number 20. The Allen Eagles are the number 20 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football's six-year program rankings. Down 11 spots from last year's squad. Uh, again, this is a, uh, a this is uh, because they're cycling out uh, the Kyler Murray years. The Kyler Murray years are officially out of Allen's uh, six-year program rankings. As a result, they're still reliant on that 2017 title win. Again, one of the, the, only those uh, 16 teams that have won six, uh, 10 games in six consecutive seasons. A 79-5 record over the course of, tw uh, of the last uh, six years. Number 20, the Allen Eagles. Number 19, the Grandview Zebras are the number 19 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Up five spots uh, from number 24 a year ago, 72-10. and 10, And, of course, those back-to-back -back state championships that they had from 2018 to 2019. And you could see that even though Grandview didn't make it to a state championship again, because they are cycling off a relatively average 2014 and replacing it with a very good 20, uh, in 2020 season, they move up five spots. 
down a couple of spots, down eight spots, believe it or not. Number 18, West Orange Stark, uh, is the number 18 team in our six-year program ranking, 71-10 and 10 over the course of the last six seasons. Uh, two t- state titles, three title game appearances, and four 10-win seasons for Cornell Thompson's Mustangs. To number 17 we go. The Brock Eagles are the number 17 team in our uh, computer, rather in our six-year program rankings, down a spot from last year's squad. 79 and 10, of course, still that state championship in 2014, or 15 rather, uh, hanging on to that. They've also got two title game appearances in that span and six 10-1 seasons. Number 16, our first six-man squad here, Borden County, the number 16 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football's six-year program ranking 74-9 over the course of the last six seasons with two title game appearances with bring home two crowns for the Coyotes, five 10-win seasons. They are down one spot. Our first reigning state champion here, mm-hmm. number 15, the Argyle Eagles check in at number 15 in our six-year program rankings, up five spots from last year's rankings. Uh, of course, winning a state championship certainly helps, uh, and they are replacing it, Or and, and you know now they, they have two title game appearances, which is very much helping their cause. Adding a title and a title game appearance uh, certainly helps their cause. They are up five spots from number 20 last year. They are 15th. At number 14, another reigning state champion, the Balmeray Bears are the number 14 team in our six-year program rankings. Uh, they have now made it to three title games in the last uh, six seasons. They are 70-10 and 10 over that span. Of course, they have this year's title. They're up 14 spots from number, th- uh, from number 28 up to number 14. Speaking of high risers, we're getting to a lot of these state champions. Number 13, the Denton Ryan Raiders are up a staggering... 18 spots wow. uh, as a result of their state championship in 5A Division One. That really bumps them up. They are 85-5 and five over the course of the last six seasons. Rather remarkable for Dave Hennigan's squad. They are the number 13 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football six-year program rankings. Number 12, how about the 6A Division Two state champion? Katie Tigers are the number 12 team in uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football's six-year program rankings. An astonishing 75-8 and record. Two titles, uh, that 2015 title, they have now bookended it with a 2020 title. Six 10-win seasons. Uh, Coach Gary Joseph squads, the model of consistency, they're up six spots to number 12 in our six-year program rankings. The last one we'll reveal today, Number 11, Waco La Vega. The Waco La Vega Pirates are the number 11 team in our six-year program rankings. 80 and 9 over the course of their last six seasons. Five 10-win years. Uh, two, two titles, of course, now uh, 20, with 2015 and 2018. Uh, they have their two titles in there and three title game appearances with 2015, 2018, and 2019. They are, are up a spot to number 11. And so there you are. That is number 25 through 11 in our Dave Campbell's Texas football, Texas high school football, six year program rankings. Tomorrow we will reveal the top 10 and we will uh, unleash uh, all 1,195 of the rankings on texasfootball.com. So stay tuned for that. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Pickle, earlier today, you were here. You remember this, right? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was here. We I was talk- right here, actually, like directly right here. We talked with Greg Powers, our recruiting analyst from Next Level Athlete, about all things recruiting across the state of Texas, including some high risers coming out of the state championship games. Here is This Week in Recruiting, Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete, here on Texas Football Today. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Recruiting. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And this, of course, is brought to you by our good chicken friends. Our best chicken friends at Chicken Express. Shout out Chicken I Express. I run on Chicken Express. I run on this stuff. I mean, I love it. I had a Sweet tea, guy. chicken tenders. Oh, I have some breaking news about Chicken Express. Sorry. I, I don't know if you know this. So... You know they got the they, you get the tenders, they got the spicy and and the mm-hmm. regular. Spicy's right? the way to go, but yes. So, I like spicy, but I don't want them all spicy. They got mix and match now. You've always been able to have it. Oh. Well, I didn't know that, but I was able to do it the last time, and I was mm, perfect. It's a, per- a perfect amount of spicy. Cool. Anyway, that's, that's no, the question is: is do you take a bite out of each no, one at the same time? Yeah. Do you take a bite out of each chicken tender at the same time. Ooh, see, that's that's next, next level. level. That's next level <laughs> from our friend at Next Level Athlete. Okay, <laughs> let's get to this week in recruiting. Uh, a lot to get to in the recruiting world uh, here at uh, on, on Texas football today. We're going to start with our prospect on the rise. You're going to notice that there is a little bit of a, uh, a flair for the state championship games here. We're going to start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise is Dead Ryan 2021 safety Ty Marsh, who was a superstar. In their in Denton Ryan's big win uh, over o- over Cedar Park in the 5A Division One State Championship game, uh, it made his impact felt in all three phases of the game. He was at one point a Houston commit. Now he's starting to catch fire, get a little a few more offers. Uh, it's amazing what happens whenever you have a big game on the biggest stage. Well, I mean, there were a lot of big time players on the field that day. Uh, Tavion Sanders was a man amongst boys. You had uh, Austin Jordan at corner, Bear Alexander in the middle. Anthony Hill has dozens of offers. Um, but the guy who I think is like the guy you could pinpoint to say, hey, this could be the reason why Denton Ryan won a state championship is Ty Marsh because he's all over the field in all phases of the, of the game. Offense, defense, special teams. This guy just steps up to make plays whenever his team needs him. And he was like that all season. His senior highlight reel is just really fun to watch. And we're only watching highlights right now from him in one game. And he was making a tremendous play. So this is a guy who I think fits into that hybrid safety type of role in college. He, I don't want to just say like he's a true coverage safety because he's so good at tackling and coming up into the box to, to make stops that I'd want to work him into the run stop game as well. But just a, just a guy, if you have space and you're looking for a great Texas high school football player, then look no further than Ty Marsh. This is a note to all those colleges still looking take a chance on this guy. I don't think he's going to disappoint. No, he was all over the place for Denton Ryan in that game. And, and, and as you mentioned, there's a lot of stars on that field uh, in that game. And, and to stand out the way that he did, I thought was, was very striking. Ty Marsh, certainly a name to know, especially on that Denton Ryan defense as they are the 5A Division One state champions. Let's move on now to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week... We're going back to a team that played in the state championship game, although this gentleman, unfortunately, did not play. 
Uh, although I think he'll just take the championship ring that Katie brought home. We're talking about uh, Katie 2022 defensive end uh, Malik Silla, who has pulled the trigger. He has committed to Texas A&M. He had offers from all over the place, big-time in-state offers like uh, Baylor and Texas, uh, major out-of-state offers like Alabama and Clemson, Georgia, LSU. Everyone wanted Malik Silla. This is a four-star guy in Dave Campbell's Texas football. He is heading to the Aggies. I know he, he, he hurt himself during their playoff run. He wasn't able to play. Uh, in their state championship win over Cedar Hill. But uh, there's plenty of tape on him, and all the tape is real good. Yeah, and he's going to be one of these guys who's in that five-star top five mix, I think. Uh, by the time the dust settles, he's you know probably a certain uh, top 10, top 15 prospect, and then we'll try to make sure that we pick the best guys to go into that top five to be five stars. Uh, and he's got all the traits that you're looking for in a defensive end. He's tall, he's long, he's quick off the football. But I think one thing that you have to take into account when you're evaluating Silla's film is that he plays, you know, a disciplined type of game in that Katie defense. He carries out his assignment, and that's not necessarily always there, pinning your ears back and getting after the quarterback. He's a guy who will uh, be college ready because the pass rushing traits are there, but he'll also be college ready because he's going to do what he's supposed to do, snap in and snap out, and that Katie uh, coaching staff is going to have him ready for that. So this is a huge pickup for Texas A&M to secure a commitment from one of the top players in the state, regardless of position in that 2022 cycle. And he's their first commitment in that cycle. So a way to get it, the ball rolling there for the Aggies. Yeah, a good start, and especially – recruiting at what is already a position of strength in that defensive front. They're becoming uh, a bit of a destination for the star defensive lineman. We're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, an excellent athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved the conversation in hashtag TF Today. All right, let's go to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week, going a little bit off the board here. Let's go to Bremon, Texas. Uh, Bremond, of course, has put out big-time prospects in the past. They've got another one in their 2022 defensive tackle, Jare Bledsoe, uh, who could be, has an argument at this point, to being the hottest recruit in the state. This is a guy who, who at the 2A level, he's playing both sides. When you're 6'4", 260, they're going to ask you to play both sides. But this is a guy who, uh, the secret is out on Jare Bledsoe. He got the Texas high school football recruiting Trinity this week. He got Texas, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma offered them all in one week. I kind of expand that out to four schools now because you want to see LSU, and, and it would be no surprise to see the Tigers be quick to offer this guy as well. Uh, he's a monster. I mean, just watch the highlight tape. It's rare that you see big men like this move so effectively. And guess what? Ray Bledsoe also rushed for over 1,200 yards. Can you imagine being a linebacker and seeing this dude bearing down on you? Oh, my goodness. It has to be super scary when that happens, especially at their level. Uh, and he's at a physical tackler. We saw that last clip where he's just decimating the ball carrier and bringing them down with authority. Uh, sky's the limit for this guy, and he's only going to be uh, more highly recruited as more people find out about his tape. He's just now starting to take off. So he picked up some, I think it was five offers this week, all power five to add to Baylor and Oklahoma State. So he's up to seven. Um, we might be talking about him quite a bit, and I'm pretty excited to continue to talk about him because this tape is just so fun to watch. Yeah, he's a guy that we're going to – this is not the last we're going to hear about him, and especially when you get to the 2A level. If you're able to dominate like he has been able to, uh, this is a guy that you're going to hear a lot about 
as um, as as uh, Jure Bledsoe, the defensive tackle from Bremont, the uh, junior entering his senior year now, uh, in 2022 there at Bremont. Finally, let's round it all out. Look with at our it. Recruit of the week. Hang on. Recruit of the week oh, is a guy that we just had. We just had uh, um, uh, Craig Way on yesterday, and I told Craig that of all the stars that we saw at the state championship game. I think the guy who impressed me the most was Austin Westlake 2022 quarterback Kate Klubnick. I knew he was good. I knew he was he was he was very he was a, a, a terrific prospect and, and a great and a great player. Um, he put on a clinic in their win over South Lake Carroll, 18 of 20, 220 yards and a touchdown. He also ran for 97 yards. Uh, and as a result, he's getting a few offers, including he got an offer from Texas A&M this week. Kate Klubnick, uh, I had high expectations, uh, and uh, my expectations were blown away in this one. What did you think his best attribute was while watching that game? Because I was super impressed by his poise. Yes, 100%. Yeah, so, I mean, this guy, he picked up Texas A&M this week. I think that was his 27th offer. We talked a little bit about him going into this game that he was going to be matching up with Quinn Ewers, who has, I guess, basically been stamped and cemented as the number one quarterback, not only in the state, but in the nation. But really, Cade came out and outperformed him on the state's grandest stage and I think really narrowed uh, the gap in some regards in, in a lot of people's minds of how big that gap's going to be between uh, Ewers and Klubnik. I think that he's, he's probably now can be considered as the number two quarterback in the state behind Ewers, but where will he fall in within those rankings? I mean, I had him pegged in my mind, like just kind of heading into this season as a top 25-esque type of player. But I think after watching him in the state championship game, uh, he's going to be a legitimate candidate for that top 10. And just uh, like yourself, I was blown away with what he brought to the table. And and I knew he could run a little bit, but I didn't necessarily know uh, that he was that savvy of a runner. He knew when to pull it down. He had a quick burst, and he could really – uh, keep the South Lake Carroll defense at bay with his feet because they had to respect him on the ground as well. I think he rushed for 97 yards in that game. That's the thing that when you go, obviously all eyes in that 6A Division One title game was on the quarterback matchup. And I'll say this about both Klubnik and yours. I thought that, you know, you mentioned the poise. I thought that their pocket awareness, their ability to feel pressure, their ability to stand in and not panic – for both of them, um, is really what set them apart. Yeah, I mean, look, both of them obviously have really impressive arms. I thought I was watching their feet, and, and I thought that they, I thought for both those guys, for Klubnik and for Ewers, it was easy to understand the hype because of how comfortable they felt in the pocket. I agree, and, and we'll, this is a good point of conversation because, you know, the Bucks beat the Saints in the playoffs, and Tom Brady is that guy who, he, he just never seems to put the ball into bad situations, right? More often than not, Tom Brady's making quick, good decisions on the football field. And I saw some of that in Klubnik, too. It's like he didn't put the ball out there where it was going to be in peril, and he was able to process really quickly to make that happen. And, uh, and that was uh, super impressive to me. And special shout-out to his big-time 2023 wide receiver, Jaden Greathouse. That dude's going to be special, too. He's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. And, of course, see his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, appreciate your time, my friend. We will do this again, not next week because I'm off next week, but uh, in a couple of weeks. We'll do this. I'll, we'll circle back. I'll text you. Sounds good. Let's see you all then.
TF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers, an excellent athlete, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.